0: Welcome back. The final episode of 2017. I'm pretty stoked to be doing this right now. Most of you are getting ready to go out to your New Year's Eve parties, but I have work tomorrow, unfortunately, so that's why I'm staying in this year. But thankfully, I saved the podcast for this evening so I wouldn't be sad and crying and wondering where Um, my crush is tonight, wondering who she's kissing, because it's definitely not going to be me so i'm happy to be sending my voice through your speaker right now and i hope that all of you are going to be safe tonight don't drink and drive call an uber call a lyft text your friends get home safe and what a year 2017 has been so many wonderful things to look back on i'm trying to come up with things to complain about but it's kind of hard because you know big sean I, I have to give credit to him because i saw him at the observatory which was an amazing show by the way i went by myself show started at like 7 p.m had a bunch of whack openers i can't even remember who opened from actually the only person i can remember who opened from was made in tokyo shout out to him calling andy out at the house of blues um, but he kept walking he didn't want to stop and start stuff because he'd catch these hands i'd knock him out but I went to the show, got there at 12 PM because I wanted to get in the front because big Sean playing the observatory wasn't going to happen again because he's so huge. I had to make the most of it. So I, I got there early, lined up, terrible experience. Um, the guy behind me was really cool. He gave me his portable charger to charge my phone. So shout out to that guy. I forgot his name, but. Right before doors open, I got out of line to go to the bathroom. But somehow my pants got snagged on the guard railing and ripped a hole in them. And these girls laughed at me. It was really embarrassing. So when I went into the bathroom, I just cut a square out of my pants to make it look like it was supposed to be there on purpose. But it definitely wasn't. And everybody knew. So it's kind of embarrassing. But back to Big Sean. He performed great. You know, played all of the bangers. This was the I decided tour. I just bit my tongue. That was weird. Um, it was the I decided tour. But he just came out and just had this positive message that, you know, just follow your dreams. Don't listen to anybody that's going to tell you otherwise. And it just changed my whole like mentality because seeing somebody that I look up to actually come out and be positive, And it wasn't just some you know, fake thing for show. He actually just like literally changed my mindset. Like after that show, I literally decided that I was going to follow my heart and do what I want to do and just try to get to where I want to be and not just continue to work my jobs and, you know, live paycheck to paycheck, you know, wasting time, just doing nothing. Cause I don't want to be the same place that I am now in 10 years. I want to progress i want to you know get rich so i can quit all my jobs and forget about everybody just kidding i can't forget about my fans i love all you guys you guys are the world to me this is all for you guys but after seeing him my whole mindset just changed and a lot of people don't understand people think i'm crazy like oh my god like how can your whole mentality just change in one night but it's just one of those things you had to be there and just the way that I think about things and the experiences that I've had, it just all made sense to me that night. So I just kind of like shifted gears and now I'm on this track to try to get to where I want to be. I, you know, plug the merch all the time, the blog, my podcast, obviously you guys are listening. Thank you. Everything, my Twitch channel, which is probably the weakest of everything because I became an affiliate and I got comfortable and I haven't streamed since and that's just not cool so 2018 we're already making moves to up the stream and start to stream more consistent i think one of the big things uh, or excuse me one of the big reasons why i haven't been streaming is because i'm such a stickler for having a cool overlay i could just go out and be plain but i, I want to stick out so i want something professional so i contacted john Shoutouts to John, you know, part of the jamierk.com team, my artist, my friend, super great guy. I hit him up to do a uh, animated uh, Twitch overlay or for my my cam overlay, um, and he wasn't familiar with it, so he took a shot at it. He got the premise of what I wanted, so I was pretty cool with that. But I, I wanted something like a little more advanced, so I've been like shooting ideas with him back and forth. And hopefully in 2018, we come out with something super legit. So please keep your eye out for that. And I will be streaming more. So please subscribe now. There's three tiers, but I only have the first tier open. So do yourself a favor, subscribe, twitch.tv slash Epic Jamie, which I hate. I hate that my uh, Twitch name doesn't match my Twitter and Instagram. And that's my fault because I'm an idiot. I actually owned uh, justin.tv slash xjamiex. But when Twitch and justin.tv, if you remember justin.tv back in the day, they had their split. I think it was a split. Honestly, I can't remember. But there was this deadline. You had to um, port your name over to Twitch if you wanted to keep it. Um, If not, your name was going to be stuck in the justin.tv vault forever. And I kept putting it off and putting it off and it got to the point where it got stuck. I lost the name. So I had to create a new Twitch channel, and that was just based off my Xbox gamertag Epic Jamie, because I was super late to the Xbox scene, so by the time I got on Xbox Live, the uh, gamertag xjamiex was already taken. So that's why my Twitch's Epic Jamie Because I would love if everything was xjamiex. And I've always been uh, toying with the idea of dropping the X's and going just my first and last name. But I can't even do that on Twitch because I owned justin.tv slash jamieorkay. But once again, I didn't port that one over either. So that one's locked up in a vault. So I'm just going to have to keep it like that. But, But it's okay. My Twitch channel can be unique but we're going to have a lot of content coming out in 2018 street fighter five season three is just the year jamie hits master rank i hope so i'm stuck in silver right now my lack of skill is so depressing because i was on my way to platinum and i just took like a week off And I don't know what happened to my skills. My skills just like went away. I'm like losing to like legit silver players when I was beating gold, ultra gold. So I'm just really depressed, but I'm not even going to lie. I want to blame it on Laura's Christmas outfit. I was super stoked that they put it back on sale because I missed it the year before, like the year it debuted. (laughs) Excuse me. So they re-released it and I bought it and I swear that costume is cursed. Ever since I put it on, I've just been losing. So the holidays are almost over. Season 3 is about to start, and I'm about to switch back to her battle outfit, and hopefully get back to my Ultra Gold rank, and eventually hit Master rank. (laughs) That's the goal. Play more Street Fighter. Still streaming Final Fantasy 15. I seriously don't understand the flow of that game at all, because I just grind out the side quests, and... I so here's my method I don't know if this is proper or not but I just do the side quests until they match my level and then I'll go back and do the main quest and then once that one's done I'll go back and do more side quests till it matches my level but my level keeps constantly growing so it's just like this weird flow where I feel like I've played like I've literally put in like 20 hours in that game and I've probably done maybe three uh, main storyline quests so I feel like I haven't progressed at all when it comes to the story, but my character growth is amazing. I'm level I think I just hit level 32. I can't remember, but yeah, the like my current level versus the main storyline uh, quest level is just there's such this huge gap. So I'm hopefully later on like they kind of you know close and things become more challenging because I'm just going around slapping things around warp slashing people one hit kills and it's kind of fun but not really but i love the game though it's seriously very um innovative super like a great title for anybody who's never played final fantasy to jump in you won't feel lost it's a great game and, like i was a year late to playing it i don't know why i put it off for so long but highly suggest you go check it out Okay, I'm trying to remember how I got to Final Fantasy, which we're trying to backtrack. Oh, Big Sean merch. I can't even remember because I've been on like this continuous rant, but uh, plugging everything. Yeah, so 2017, so many cool memories. I got to see Chad and Emily twice. Chad and Emily were just here for Christmas. Obviously, you guys were following the blog. podcast i mentioned them in the last episode it was really really cool to see them and spend christmas with them and i saw them back in july when they first came out this year which was super cool so shout outs to chad and emily it's always great seeing you guys obviously this year has been like a blur i'm like trying to go back and Think about everything that happened this year. So, I kind of came up with a clever way to try to remember everything. I'm on my iPhone right now in my uh, photos app, and I'm starting with the first photo I took of the year, which was in a DCA with Johnny Wonder, hashtag miss you, because ever since Boston, I don't see you as much. And I don't understand why. Just kidding. I know exactly why. We'll talk about it later. But it's just a funny photo of us in front of the Tower of Terror. Hashtag throwback Thursday. Tower of Terror. I didn't even realize Tower was still open in this this year. It feels like Guardians uh, mission breakout has been there forever. So... That's just a trip to think back and see me and Johnny in front of DCA, in front of Tower. Okay, so scrolling through the photos, looks like it closed shortly thereafter. Oh, and kind of to the first real merch drop ever, I came out with, my room 93 t-shirt which is a halsey t-shirt because i'm the biggest halsey fan so shout out to halsey and my uh, japanese judge rip so go check it out on the merch store jamierk.com shop plug in the merch shout out to perla um, for modeling them and my cousin for doing the photo shoot i don't even know where my cousin is right now she was in brooklyn And she flew to Sacramento, and I think she might have went home to the desert. Have no idea. Hopefully she's doing all right. So weird scrolling through all these photos because I have like over 3,000 photos on my phone, which I probably should clear because I literally never look at these super old ones, but maybe I keep them all year for this very reason that we can just talk about it on the podcast so early February, I just stumbled upon the first photo of, of Andy Weaver on my phone, which is so weird because he looks so young and it's only from the beginning of the year. So that's just a trip. And we're in the old warehouse, which I totally forgot that we had first uh, comic expo with the Illuminati comic book club. Shout out to Jeff and Felix can't wait to hit up more cons with you guys in 2018. We got to break our record from this year. Jeff, I know you got a family, you got a couple of kids. That's awesome. But please, please make more time for the comic book club. We need you at the conventions. I love you, Felix, but it's better when we're a trio. So shout outs to them. I'm trying to see what else. I'm just with a bunch of random cosplayers. Nobody's super cool. That's kind of disrespectful, but I apologize. No real names, though. Jeff gets married. Hashtag thanks for the invite. Seriously, even though you probably didn't see me at your wedding, because I'm not going to lie, I double booked. I have this really bad habit of double booking. I really regret firing my secretary because she was a great help. She had me organized, never double booked, but got rid of her. And now I double book every now and then. And I just don't know how to get myself out of that situation sometimes. So I try to spread myself really thin and make things work. So shout out. To Jeff for inviting me to his wedding. So that day, right, I had this elaborate plan. And I didn't even realize that Jeff was getting married the same day American Football was playing. So Tim had bought us tickets, like, the summer before the show was happening. And, you know, I don't I don't really put things on my calendar unless they're, like, super, super important. So I just forgot that American Football was that day. So Jeff had, you know, invited me to his wedding I had plans to take this girl who I will not name because she is terrible. I'm just kidding. She actually might be really nice, but I just want to call her horrible to make it more dramatic. But we had plans to go to Jeff's wedding together. We had matching outfits, not really matching outfits. We we're just going to have the same color scheme so we could look super cute. But closer to the wedding, I got super stressed because i didn't realize that i had these tickets to american football and tim and i we both uh flaked on seeing american football uh the previous time they came out i think i got sick and tim was um didn't want to go alone which is totally understandable so for sure this time we couldn't miss it so i i'm really bad um (laughs) I just did the shop phase out on that girl slowly stopped texting her. And then eventually she stopped texting me. So cool. Kicked her out of the plans and I just took Tim to the wedding so we could, you know, not upset anybody go to the wedding and then go to the show. So somehow that worked, but I don't even know how that worked. Cause I'm thinking about it now. Um, Simon, shout out to Simon. He went to the show with us and I don't even know when we picked him up that day, but somehow we managed to go to the wedding. We literally slipped in and out. It was one of the most awkward things ever because at the wedding, I only knew Jeff and his son. Nobody else. None of his family members. I met his Um, now wife, like very briefly once, so I'm sure she couldn't recognize me. So we literally walk into the wedding, like super late. Everybody's staring at us. We're in this really small chapel and I was so embarrassed because obviously I don't want the attention on me when it's not my day Focus on the bride and groom. So after the, um, wedding reception, we went to go have dinner because like we're supposed to sit down and eat and take photos and stuff. Like we had um, our table reserved, but we couldn't stay. We had to leave to go to the show on time. So I, we went to our table to try to find Jeff to, you know, say congratulations so we could leave, but he was taking a really long time and I feel really bad, but we just dipped out. So Jeff if you didn't see me, and to this day we've never talked about it, which is weird slash kind of awkward, I was at your wedding, hundred percent. I have photos to prove it. So thank you for the invite, and I'm very happy for you. Shout out to Alvin. I got tattooed by Alvin twice this year. He took care of this spot on my right arm, the inside of my right arm. It was one of the last spots. I honestly put it off for so long because I just imagined it being really painful, but for some reason, I just decided to suck it up, and I got tattooed. He covered it. I covered it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess he covered it, but not like a cover up. He just did a normal tattoo on that space. He filled it super nice. I got this girl with a scythe. It's pretty chill, and... The second time I got tattooed by him, that sounded really weird. The second time I got tattooed by him was actually pretty recently. He did a a black and gray rose that filled like the last awkward spot on my arm. Actually, the two tattoos that he did on me are actually right next to each other, which I didn't even realize till right now that I'm talking about it. So shout out to Alvin, Roseland, Tattoo, and Fullerton. Do yourself a favor. Check them out. Go get tattooed by Alvin or Michael Duke or Colby. Really great shop and great artists. So check them out. And Alvin, I will be getting tattooed by you more next year. So looking forward to that. And thank you for doing an amazing job. And you're a cool dude. Back in March, my cousin was leaving California to move to Brooklyn. So I decided to take a Sunday, I'm pretty sure it was a Sunday, 100% it was a Sunday, because before, uh, a couple months ago, my only day off was Sunday, which is pretty crazy to think about it now that I gave up my only day off to go out to the desert, but, you know, that's how much my cousin means to me, she's an awesome girl, so I, I went out there on a Sunday, and we got a little artsy, we participated in Desert X, we drove around the desert, and checked out a bunch of cool, uh, different art installations, which honestly going into it, I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. So I'm definitely looking forward to the next one, which I don't know if it's going to be called desert X again. I remember seeing a news article about it coming out again in 2019, if I remember correctly, but that trip was actually pretty cool. Got to hang out with my cousin, drove around and my old stomping grounds It was cool to spend her last day with her. She she was pretty uh, nervous to have her big move to New York. So I was happy to be there with her on her last day. And also, the end of that night, I went out to dinner with Nate. And we met up with a bunch of our old friends. Well, I call them old friends. They're still Nate's like normal friends, I guess. That's weird. I hate categorizing friends, but... We met up with a bunch of old people we used to hang out with. And uh, there was one guy in particular who I was like kind of like nervous about seeing. it was this guy. uh, His name was Ronnie. We used to be like super tight. But when I moved to Orange County, he just kind of stopped talking to me, which was like one of the weirdest things ever. It actually was kind of depressing. You know, he was my like legit like best friend we used to live together. I knew his whole family. He's one of like the rare friends that actually has met my parents. But at some point, I don't know what changed in his life, but he decided he didn't want to be my friend. So like legit from when I first moved to Orange County in late 2010 to this year, we haven't really been friends. So it was kind of like awkward. I wasn't sure how it was going to be because we didn't really leave off on, like, the best terms. And he showed up to the—we are at the Beer Hunter in La Quinta, which has, like, terrible service and terrible food. I was um, really upset that we were there, and I'll never go back. But uh, I was kind of nervous to see him in person, because it had been a really long time. But luckily when he showed up, it was actually pretty chill, you know, Over time, I guess he just got over whatever beef he had. And honestly, I don't know what I did to this day. I still don't know what I did. I gave him every opportunity to, you know, talk it out with me and he just chose not to. So I'm just happy that things are chill because I don't like having beef with anybody. So shout out to the desert, my cousin Miko, Nate doom squad and that was a pretty interesting trip also i was really bummed too because that night at the observatory we the kings was doing their 10-year tour and i was really stoked to see that and it just slipped my mind that it fell on the same day as my cousin's last day in the desert but obviously i wasn't gonna go to a show over hanging out with my cousin on her last day The return of WonderCon to Anaheim. I'm pretty stoked about that. I did not like driving to LA the previous year for WonderCon. So I was super excited to have it back down the street. I'll never forget uh, day one. It was a Friday. I had a pass for the whole weekend, but I decided to pass up on going on Friday because Brian, God, I can't even talk. <coughs> Excuse me. Because uh, Brian and Hana were driving to town and they were going to come with me to the con. So we just kind of planned on, on not going on Friday. But I remember I walked into Absolute and there was a bunch of people like in the warehouse and it was so weird. And I remember that was the first time I saw Danny. Shout outs to Danny Lupinel. And somebody told me that he wasn't set it off. So from my first impression, I was like, Oh, that bearded guys and set it off weird. So they uh, told me, they're like, Oh, we're actually kind of slow today. And we have a lot of people. So I asked Noah, I was like, Hey, is it cool? if I just leave. Cause there's a comic book convention down the road and I have passes and I would love to go. So they just let me go they're Like, Yeah. Don't worry about it. You can go. So I was pretty stoked. So on my way home because I was going to go home because I had a change because I didn't plan on going to a convention. I didn't have my credentials or any of my books on me. So on my drive home, I hit up Felix. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? And he told me that he randomly got a Friday ticket to the con. So we ended up linking up and going to the con together on that Friday, which was super random, but it was actually pretty cool. I remember I met uh, some of Felix's family members. I honestly can't remember who they are, but I remember that was the first time I met his sister, and she got us uh, Disney pins. I actually still have the Jasmine pin that she gave me. I actually wear it on my Disney lanyard to this day. So whenever you see me in the parks and you check out my lanyard, know that one of those pins was a gift from Felix's sister. So shout out to her. And shout out to Felix for coming through at the most random times wow why did my voice cut out right there that was weird um at the most random times but shout out to WarnerCon being back my favorite convention of the year always look forward to it and I can't wait for it this year the return of the Illuminati comic book club still taking members we've been a solid three members for a long time funny thing we had a fourth member But we had to kick him out because he stopped showing up for our meetings. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because he got too busy. He actually was a teacher. I forgot where he um, taught at. At some university. But he had to be kicked out. So sorry to that guy. But shout out to Felix and Jeff for being solid. Repping the club. We will have t-shirts eventually. I have a super cool idea that I've had in my head. It's like a mashup. I, I shouldn't even talk about it because somebody might steal my idea because it's so cool, but it's a really, really cool mashup and I'll make it happen one day. We just have so many designs lined up. i have like not even lying, I have like four designs that I'm sitting on uh, that I haven't even talked about but I got them made because we're trying to go big in 2018 once again, jmrk.com shop. It's always solemn like a god church It's everyday, bro Shout out to the first team building event we had at Absolute Merch. It was Athena, RJ, Andy, Mike, Danny, and myself. We all went out to see Under Oath and Bring Me the Horizon over at the Shrine Hall Expo, which was a pretty interesting night. It was like one of the first times we all hung out together. We rode in Mike's van. This was pre-ice cream truck. So that was a really long time ago. We all rode in Mike's van. It was, it was kind of cool. Just like thinking back about how like new we were all to each other. The show was, uh, it was inside, but then it sold so many tickets that they put it outside. But they didn't sell that many tickets to fill the outside, so it was kind of awkward. And I remember it being kind of cold too. We were, it was just really loud the whole time. We were like screaming to talk to each other, which was kind of annoying. I really didn't like that at all. Um, I remember when we're in line, we're going through like the bag check and everything. I saw this guy wearing a Strong Minds T-shirt, and it was so random. And it just so happened that I packed his order, and he was like tripping out. He's like, "Oh my god, like you're Jamie," because he got like my uh, my packing card in his package, and he was like super stoked and wanted to take a photo with me. Which is really funny, like thinking about it to this day. I totally forgot I forgot about it till I saw our group photo together. So shout-outs to everybody. Okay, I realize I have a lot of photos because I'm scrolling through them and I'm just trying to pick out like the things that I think that are worth talking about. Like I just came across this photo of me in front of the Guardian's fortress for the first time. I took a picture holding up this variant of the mission breakout comic that I have. It's still somewhere in my collection, but I remember I put on Instagram, if you found me in the park that day and mentioned that post that I would give away that variant for free me thinking it'd be like a cool giveaway. Literally nobody came up to me and asked for it. So I was just stuck carrying this comic book around the whole time. Like I was even willing to give it to any random person that even came up to me and asked me about it while I was taking the photo for Instagram. But sure enough, nobody came up and even asked about it. So I kind of played myself on that one. So shout outs to nobody wanting that comic book. A lot of people hit me up on Twitter saying, Oh, that they would like the variant, but it's just like, no, you should have came to the park and got the variant from me in person. I would have given it to you. That's why it was on Instagram as a special giveaway. But I never gave it away. Literally sitting in my closet with all my other comic books. I always like to preach. It's a new year. Do things you've never done before. And this year I did a couple of those things. <laughs> I remember I went into my first ever Street Fighter V tournament in Long Beach. Shout out to Dropkick Mondays. I'll never forget it. I was driving home from Absolute. And this is back when I used to have uh, Tuesdays off from Frito. So I was able to stay out late on Monday nights. So I was driving home from Absolute and I was thinking, man, do I go to Disneyland tonight or do I step up my game because I want to level up, I want to get better? Or should I go to this uh, Street Fighter tournament and test my skills against real people, not these internet trolls? So I did that. I remember I came home and I was even contemplating too when I got home, I was like rolling around in my bed. I talked to Sam about what I should do, and ultimately I decided I should just roll out to the tournament because it wasn't too far from where I lived. It was out in uh, Signal Hill off Cherry. So I remember I went, and it was in some random uh, industrial area, and I thought it was going to be really awkward because it was a bunch of you know people who normally come to this weekly and everybody knows each other. And I remember walking in, and like in the little lobby, there was people playing Smash Brothers, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm like, all right, I can definitely get into this vibe. And I remember I walked into like the main room. There was like a ton of setups everywhere. And I was greeted and everybody was friendly, which I was super stoked about. You know, made me feel like super comfortable. Nobody was mean. Everybody was like very welcoming. And I remember sitting down at uh, the casual stations for Street Fighter V. And the only one open, I uh, just so happened to be this guy who mained the same character as I do, Laura. And I hate the mirror match. It was like one of the worst matchups, in my opinion. Like I don't know what it is. There's like this mental block that I have, where I just crumble. But I actually held my own against this guy, and he was, you know, fairly skilled. And we we're actually giving each other pointers on mix-ups that we used and different patterns. So that was actually, like, pretty cool insight. And the tournament didn't go as well as I planned. I lost second round to this Vega player, which I was kind of bummed about because that matchup to me is fine. Like, I have no issues with that matchup, but I I just cracked under the pressure. I just had a bunch of, like, new people watching, and I just felt, like, just... I don't know. I think I just cracked under the pressure to be honest. So I was actually pretty bummed about that, but it was a cool experience because everybody was like super nice. It was cool to see some of the people that I follow from the community there in person supporting. I even sat down and played some injustice Two with some of the better players of the tournament. I was getting pointers um, from the guy who actually won the tournament that night. He was uh, teaching me how to use Atrocitus, which is a great character probably my favorite character from injustice 2 and talking about injustice 2 makes me uh want to play it more i definitely haven't played it in a long time i that game actually made me realize that i'm not a big fan of dc like i thought i was because when that game came out i seriously had a character identity crisis and i had no idea who to use but mainly that's because none of my favorite DC superheroes are in the game yet. So I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that somewhere, maybe the next DLC pack we'll get a uh, Batgirl or Nightwing. So well, when I started the game off, I was using Captain Cold who I've never even heard of before, but he's actually uh, pretty cool played to my, or he played the same style that I liked. So I was using him for a bit, but after that, uh, first time at Dropkick uh, Mondays, I picked up Atrocitus, a who I liked even better, more rushed down. So that's who I've been playing. But yeah, that was my first uh, tournament experience of the year, which was fun. It, it was you know I went in there by myself, didn't know a single person, and it actually went a million times better than I could have even imagined. So shout out to them, and I'm looking to. Looking forward to more events next year for Street Fighter V Season 3. Laura is still viable. Definitely looking forward to using Sakata and Sagat. And I'm really interested in that new character. They call him G. He looks like some sort of Abraham Lincoln wannabe. And I love all the memes that people have been posting about him. And can't wait to use him. This summer, I got to work Warp Tour with uh, my good pal, Danny. He actually um, was working for Falling in Reverse and asked me if I wanted to help him out since he knows I'm super professional and have that godlike skills. So I agreed, and I'm trying to remember how the morning went. I think that was the morning I was, like, super late. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was... Or was that high and low? I can't remember if it was late for high and low. Yeah, actually I think I was late for high and low if that's not Warp Tour. But I remember we went to Warp Tour and it was actually kind of cool. We had a double wide tent, which we definitely didn't need. We could have managed with just a normal single tent. But we were set up right by main stage. And honestly, I saw a lot of bands that I didn't want to see. But it was cool to see, you know, a ton of kids coming out and seeing their favorite bands and just looking super stoked. The only band that I actually went out of my way to see was uh, Knocked Loose. I actually left our area to go travel to see Knocked Loose. So shout outs to Danny for holding it down while I went and saw them. It was actually, actually, (laughs) it was actually, actually, I can't even talk right now getting ahead of myself. It was actually pretty cool. The crowd was whatever. I don't I'm not gonna mosh a warp tour. That's kinda cheesy. But knock loose actually put on a really good set. Sounded really good. And the whole warp tour, working warp tour was a pretty cool experience. Except at the end, it was a really, really long night for Danny and I. Um I'll remember we were on our way home and we were so thirsty I don't know what it was, we just had a over. we got off uh, at some exit in Brea, and we just went to like the most random gas station to get Gatorade, because we were going to die of dehydration at midnight, I seriously can't explain it, it was really weird, but it was actually one of my um, favorite memories from the summer, so shout out to Danny, uh, thank you for the opportunity, and I hope you enjoyed my skills that day. We definitely sold more merch than any of their other dates that day and I would like to think that was in part due to my amazing skills and yours too, because you're great at what you do. That's why we're a team, Danny, don't you forget that you are going to go on Hatebreed without me. You're trying to go to Europe without me and that's very disrespectful. So please don't forget that next time you get approached. About a gig. Don't forget about your teammate. Call me, text me. You know what the deal is. Another crazy thing that happened this summer was the Palm Springs house. Um, Actually, let me say uh, allegedly happened because there's a lot of things that went on that was pretty intense. Like things that, you know, I'm normally pretty comfortable and things don't really like shock me or make me feel weird or anything, but. I went to this uh, Palm Springs house with some people. I don't want to name names cause they were doing a lot of illegal things, but it was in this mansion and you know, the, the thought of spending the weekend uh, back home in a mansion just sounded really cool. It was just like a different uh, perspective of where I used to live. So I was in And, you know, I I went in knowing that there was going to be some things going on that I wasn't into. But I figured I could just, uh, you know, be around it and be comfortable and just still be myself. So, oh, and also all of uh, my friends uh, downstairs were supposed to be there. So that's another reason why I decided to go. Oh, and also um, one of my ex-girlfriends from back home I invited her because we were allowed to bring people but only uh, girls because they wanted to keep the girl-guy ratio uh, up. They wanted it to be really good. They they didn't want it to be a sausage fest. So I decided, okay, I can invite um, my ex-girlfriend. She's pretty hot. And I remember I actually had to get approval. I had to send a picture of her uh, to the people that were hosting it to get their approval of her um, showing up to the... the weekend stay and obviously i was confident in her getting approved because she she was pretty hot i don't think she is anymore but actually she actually she didn't um god i can't even talk i'm just stumbling over my own words she actually didn't end up showing up uh but that was because it was my call because i didn't think it would be as crazy as it was and i wasn't comfortable bringing somebody into that environment so i just decided to ignore her for that whole weekend Uh, she probably hates me now which is totally fine because everybody hates me i'm very hateable just kidding i'm amazing and i don't care that she hates me but so i showed up to this house right i i'm trying to remember how it went down because it was late summer okay i definitely remember this now i was i worked frito-lay that day it was a saturday And I remember I made it a point to work really fast so I could get off early so I could make it down there um, in the afternoon on Saturday and not really miss much of hanging out because they had the mansion. It was an Airbnb mansion, which sounds weird. They had it from on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I remember I finished Frito-Lay super early, And I'm like, you know, changing in the parking lot of this Ralphs and Fullerton because I'm like about to rush down to the desert so I could, you know, uh, catch up on all the fun. So I remember I give Danny a ring and I'm like, hey, dude, I'm about to leave Orange County to Palm Springs. Like, are you guys already on your way? And he told me he wasn't going. (laughs) And I was like, oh, great. Like, last minute, you're going to tell me you're not going. I was like super stoked to hang out. And he was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not going. And he he told me that uh, Riley wasn't going either. So I was like, damn it. That's like half the team right there from the downstairs I was supposed to go. So I I tried to get in contact with Andy to see if he was still going. Uh, And for some reason, I couldn't get a hold of him. It was like really early, so I think he was still asleep. So I said, screw it. You know, I already committed to these plans, so I don't want to flake. So I just ended up going to the desert. And I remember I, what did I do? I definitely went, uh, no, actually, I didn't see my mom. Normally I go and see my mom before I do anything when I get to the desert. But, wait, what did I do? It's like kind of a blur. No, because I remember, yeah, okay. So I just went to the mansion. I remember I was on the phone with my cousin and she was in Brooklyn at that time. And I remember I was like driving through Palm Springs, like reminiscing, on the last time that I was there. And so I'm like driving up the hill to this mansion and I see this, uh, like pool party going on there's like tons of chicks and I'm like, no way is that the mansion that I'm at. Cause like some of those girls look actually pretty hot. And sure enough, like I, I pull up to this mansion and I'm not sure if I'm at the right one. Cause there's like tons of cars in the parking lot. Or not the parking lot, in the driveway. And there was like literally no space for me to park. And this thing was supposed to be um, allegedly a company thing. So I kind of drive up the hill past the driveway. And it turns out there was another like little carport that could fit two cars that was empty. And it looked like it was attached to, to the mansion that I was staying at. So I just parked in the carport, anyways. And I. Uh, didn't think I could walk into this side because I think the door was locked, if I remember correctly. So I had to walk down the hill a little bit to hit the front door, and I felt really weird because, um, like obviously I was like staying there, but it wasn't like my mansion, I wasn't hosting it. So I rang the doorbell like an idiot, and like this girl opens and she's like, Uh, can I help you? <laughs> and it made me feel even more weird. So I was like, Uh, this is, I, I can't say the name. So, because uh, some things went on that I probably should be talking about, and I don't want to get in trouble. But uh, she had confirmed that I was at the right place, so I, I went in and recognized some people. I was greeted, but then it was just really weird because there was like the ratio of people that I knew versus people that I didn't know was like totally off. So I just didn't feel too comfortable, and it, and at the same time, I was a little um, like amazed that i was in this random mansion so i just wanted to take a tour so i just you know went and like introduced myself to everybody that i saw um come to find out later there was like more people like just chilling in other rooms so i'm just like walking around this mansion and i'm trying, and like i'm slowly realizing that all the rooms in the mansion were taken and i i just couldn't like you think about like how that could happen when i was you know one of like the people who was actually a part of this so i figured they would have like saved me a room and i just kind of like told myself i was like okay like i can't stay here tonight cuz i'm not sleeping on a couch in a mansion with a million random people that i don't know cuz i just didn't feel safe and i definitely didn't want anybody messing with me while i was sleeping so i was like all right definitely not going to stay here and I just happened to stumble upon this uh random wine cellar room. That was empty. They had a bunch of like uh racks for wine bottles on the wall, but it was empty, so I just kind of used that as like my uh home base. So I would go in there to change, uh to get away from people that I didn't want to be around. And I just didn't really feel too comfortable because I was I felt alone in a mansion full of like people that I kind of knew. But luckily um, Andy gave me a call and told me that he was actually going to come out, even though it sounded kind of sketchy. So shout outs to um, Andy and Nikki for rolling out and making my time. there a little less awkward, but then also at the same time they got to witness the crazy stuff that was going on. Because if I told them half the things that they saw, they probably wouldn't have believed me. So I was happy that they rolled out. I'll never forget. I got so hungry and there's like tons of pizza in like this giant kitchen. But the microwave was um, in this one section of the kitchen and I had to get to the microwave to warm up my pizza. But there was literally like a group of 10 people snorting cocaine on the kitchen counter And I had to like try to like shimmy my way through them. And I was like, excuse me, sorry, I got to get to the microwave, like trying not to be rude. But everybody was just like super chill. But I'm guessing that's because they were like on coke. So that was like one of the like funny things that I could remember. Oh, and so I remember I I got over it because I was like, I can't do this. There's like so many drugs and random people and like half naked girls. Like I was like, I can't do this. Like this is kind of like whack. So I remember I went upstairs um, and into the theater room. So you you had to go upstairs across this catwalk and then you go into this room, which was a nightclub. And then in the back of the nightclub, there was a door that led to this theater room. So I figured this is perfect. This is where I could just be myself. I can hide out and just not be around anybody, just be super antisocial. So I remember I had the hardest time figuring out how to get these damn chairs to recline and somehow I made it work. I don't think I did it properly. I think I might have broken the chair, but I I got the chair to recline and there was like a comfy blanket in there. And I remember I was just in there watching uh, Logan Paul. This is back when I used to support Logan Paul. So I was just in there chilling, watching like a Logan Paul vlog. And these three girls come in. They're like half naked. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, why are these three girls in here? Like, what's going to happen? And I was like, there's a chance that I could get suckered into a foursome. You know, I'm no stranger to that. If you guys remember my orgy story, okay, I wasn't in an orgy. I almost got suckered into an orgy, but I didn't participate. Um, I'll talk about that eventually on the podcast. But so, yeah, these three girls walk in, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, like, okay, if they want to, you know, get freaky, like, I don't want to do it cause they're on drugs and they're kind of weird right now. So I just kind of kept my cool. They like walked in and they're like, Oh, Hey, um, is it cool if we like hang out in here with you? And I was in my mind, I was like, why the fuck are these like half naked girls wanting to hang out? in like one of the most secluded like, parts of the mansion, I'm just trying to kick back, watch these vlogs, but I don't want to be rude. And so I was like, yeah, for sure. Like just come hang out, do your thing. And mind you, there's like, we're in like a theater rooms and there's like a ton of space and this one girl comes and she like sits like right next to me and i'm just like all right whatever i'm just gonna try to you know keep it cool just mind my own business keep my hands to myself and she like sits right next to me and she like hands me this pen and you know i'm just like weird whatever i I go along with it so i grab it and she's like She's like, oh, like, just take a hit of it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, it sounds good. Like, what's in it? And she looks at me and she's like, oh, it's heroin. And I'm like, all right, for sure. And then she starts laughing. She's like, no, I'm just kidding. It's my weed pen. And I was like, all right. I was like, that's cool. And I was like, but honestly, like, I don't smoke. And she's like, oh, like, my bad. Like, I didn't mean to, you know, like, offend you or anything. And I told her, I'm like, no, like, it's all good. Like, it's chill. Like, I don't mind. So we were in there hanging out they they were just in there with me watching like Logan Paul vlogs i think they were just super uh, chill cuz they did a ton of cocaine they were um, part of that group of 10 that i had to shimmy through to get my pizza warm so luckily nothing happened we just like hung out but then like more people started coming in and it just kind of like ruined my, like ruined my vibe i went up there to chill and not be around anybody but it turns out everybody decided they wanted to come into the theater room with me so I eventually like slipped out, and Andy eventually came, which was cool because like once he showed up, like it got way better because I was gonna hang around with, you know, sober people, people that weren't on drugs, and we got in the pool. we were hanging out in the jacuzzi, and I remember earlier in the day somebody uh post uh like a ton of Thai food. Like I literally got there like right after they had placed the order, because I was kind of bummed because I was super hungry but by the time Annie showed up, everybody had eaten the Thai food, but I noticed there was like one container on the outside bar that hadn't been touched. So I cracked it open and sure enough, there was like this full thing of uh, pad. See with chicken. And I was like, I can't let this go to waste. This is disrespectful to, uh, I can't even talk. Um, this is very disrespectful to Thai food so I was like, I'm going to you know do the right thing and eat it. So I remember I went inside, and I don't even know whose, whose it was. It was just sitting there, and it was just going to go to waste. So I remember I was just in the pool just eating somebody's pad CE with chicken. And I remember at some point I ended up dropping my fork, which was kind of a bummer. But I have that on video. I remember posting that on um, Instagram. But, yeah, we definitely got out of there. Um, didn't stay the night. I remember... We were, Andy and I decided, like, like, all right, like, we're gonna sneak out of here for dinner, and then we're just gonna uh, drive home to Orange County. Well, Andy decided he was gonna drive home to Orange County. I actually hit up Nate. Shout outs to Nate. He's always there for me. I hit him up uh, to stay at his place in Indio because I don't want to drive home. Don't want to waste my weekend. (laughs) So I remember we went to Hibachi's, like, right when they were closing, so they didn't let us in. And then we ended up just going to the river and ate at the yard house, which was pretty chill. So uh shout outs to that, shout outs to Nate for hosting me that night. He was definitely a lifesaver because I hit him up super late too. I think I maybe hit him up like around like eleven asking if I could stay at his apartment. And he was down, uh, welcomed me with uh open arms, actually waited up for me, which was really nice. Always grateful for that. And the new year is almost here. And I'm just going to run down some of the other things that I'm thankful for that happened this year. Uh, Shout out to Brett for being down for Monday nights at Disneyland. We had a solid run. We had uh, 20 events, which was pretty cool. And I can't wait for uh, this Friday. We're going to have Friday nights at Disneyland number two. We took a little break, because uh, things happen. Lil Pump, Chad and Emily were in town. So we decided to call it off for a couple weeks. Oh, and I just found out uh, the other day that another big reason why we uh, took it off was because uh, Brett's pass was blocked, which I was totally oblivious to. I thought he had the same pass as I do. So I didn't want to leave a man behind. Um, but i I am in communication with him and we will be returning this friday to disneyland so friday nights at disneyland number two is definitely going down so you know the drill feel free to come out meet us on the carousel be there when we make it official definitely looking forward to that all the merch drops that happened this year i'm stoked on swamp thing people are still buying that My, uh, let's ride something hat was way more popular than I thought it would be. Just some dumb little phrase that I came up with and just kind of turned it into a thing. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Yo, I, I was a vendor at a comic convention, which was pretty wild. That was a humbling experience. I remember going in, obviously I was prepared with merchandise, but I remember getting to the table and... Didn't know how I should set it up. I remember being so mad at Danny because he didn't teach me how to properly set up my merch table So I kind of just did it on the fly Luckily it worked out. It was actually a great experience Uh, met a ton of new people sold some cool stuff and I'm definitely going to do it again. I just gotta not be lazy. I really wanted to Try to apply to work at WonderCon this year get a table but I just kept putting it off and never did it, and I kind of regret that. But twenty eighteen, we will apply for twenty nineteen. Definitely make it happen. Damn it, my voice was sounding pretty funky there. My nose, my noise, my nose is getting all congested. Damn it, I want to kill Andy Georgian Art for infecting me. I have to kill all three because I don't know which one it was. So just to be fair, I don't want to be <clears throat> uh, playing favorites because that's not cool. Um, yeah, so shout out to all the merch drops. The podcast, I just so happened to do this like organically. Um, so I guess I can thank my twitch family for that because I bought all this equipment <laughs> for my twitch stream and it just um, happens I could able I was able to do a podcast with the same equipment. So shout-outs to that. Uh, Disneyland forever. Disneyland never gets old. And I will love it forever. Shout-out to House... uh, God, I can't even talk. I'm like... I always get ahead of myself. Here's another critique. I just... I, I have like a million thoughts running through my mind, so I try to say it as fast as I'm thinking it, and I just stumble over my own words. But back to what I was saying, shout out to House Calendula. We live on forever. We're better than House Stark. That's a fact. Check that out. Yo, I traveled to New York this year, which is something I thought I would never do. You know, so shout out to Tim, Johnny, and Timmy. Wait, did I say Timmy twice? Timmy, I didn't mean to say your name twice. I meant Tommy. That was a trip that I'll never forget. You know, the crappy Airbnb in Harlem to the amazing Airbnb. <laughs> Here I go again. The amazing Airbnb in Cambridge. That was super super fun. I'll never forget that trip. Uh meeting Keith Freeman. Speaking of Keith Freeman, I just posted the last blog of the year, which is an interview with my main man, Keith Freeman. Check that out. It was a really great interview. I was happy and honored to have done that one. You know, speaking of interviews, that was just an idea that I had for the blog, and it actually turned out way better than I could have ever imagined. So shout out to everybody that was willing to give me an interview, just some, you know, uh, lowly blog that is growing into something very special so shout out to taylor young jordan stewart uh, phoenix herrera trevor zach and keith freeman for all giving me great quality interviews oh and i almost forgot uh trent from distort you know i was trying to tell everybody about how uh, good that band was that's why i was pumping that blog up so much because i Heard their demo, and it was amazing, and I'm so happy to see um, them grow as a band and see how many people actually love that band, seeing them all over uh, the U.S. playing tons of cool shows, so shout-out to Distort. Yeah, and the interviews this year, man, was great. I'm so happy the way everything turned out, and 2018, we're definitely trying to get more interviews than I did this past year, so I'm going to buckle down, I'm going to try to use my contacts and contact more people and see who's willing to give me their time of day to help me help them. So as the year rapidly comes to a close, I want to share some some bad news with you guys. You know, I, I wanted to just sprinkle this in the middle so we can just kind of get it out of the way. But. I guess it just didn't really work out that way so here it is towards the tail end of the podcast Um, I have some really bad news and kind of embarrassed to share it with you guys but you know I want to be transparent with you guys because you guys support me in everything that I do so I feel like you guys should know this Uh, this past weekend it is um, confirmed I caught the worst std possible and you know i made it through literally literally made it through um the majority of the year uh free of this but i just couldn't help myself and you know i managed to catch feelings (laughs) literally the worst std ever um, you know, that was, uh, information brought to me by the great David Cho. So I just want to let you guys know that I have caught it and I'm really scared. I'm really scared cause I don't know, um, how to cure this. I don't know, uh, what it's going to end up like. I just, you know, had to tell you guys. So please just keep me in your thoughts. Um, I'm trying to get better but I don't know if I can. Things are getting um, more serious as uh, time goes on, and and I'm I'm trying to fight it. I'm trying my hardest to fight it, but I don't know if I can this time around. It's actually really serious. So please, like I said, just keep in your thoughts. Just, uh, Just be there for me. It's a rough time right now, but with your guys' support, I should make it through. So this is it. This is the last episode of 2017. It's been such a pleasure to have been able to start this towards the tail end of the year. I'm very excited to see what 2018 brings in for the podcast. And I'm very happy to have you guys here with me. I'm happy to have you. Wow, the program that I used to record this crashed. Luckily I didn't lose any audio and we're back. As 2017 comes to a close. I'm definitely looking forward to 2018 because I set myself up pretty good in 2017. So I'm looking at 2018 is, you know, the year where I just progressed even more than I did this year. I have bigger goals and new aspirations, and I can't wait to see them through. I hope all of you will be there with me to witness it. And I'm just happy to be able to start the year off fresh. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about fresh. Um, it's not really not that fresh, but uh, I'm just really happy that the new year is here. It's just uh, you know, the start of something great. I seriously don't know where I will be at the end of next year, but hopefully it's somewhere amazing. And hopefully all of you are still here with me. So this is it. This is the end of the year, the last uh, episode of the year. This is the end of it. Uh, if you guys made it here, you're amazing. Uh, go follow me on Twitter at Uh Same thing for Instagram at xjamyx. Go like my last photo. It's of uh, me and Elsa just uh, chatting it up because my friends left me. Uh, watch my stream twitch.tv/ebigjamie. You know, hit the merch slash shop all the hottest stuff we got new things coming it's gonna be so lit next year and i can't wait i love each and every one of you i can't wait to see and do fun things with all my friends from different parts of the country uh shout out group chat max uh canyon even though you're not in it anymore tyler diego Brittany, tom uh tyler i think i just said tyler twice um, Travi, Keith. Uh, who else am I missing? I'm missing Mara. She's the homie. She hooked it up. Uh, who else am I missing? I feel like I'm missing a lot of people, and I feel really bad because I literally chat with these people all day. Ben. Hashtag Ben. Uh, you know, he lives in L.A., probably the um, one of the most local guys to me in the group chat. So shout out to Ben, Nick. And I think Diego's from Orange County now. I don't know. He's always posting at that um, Orange County uh, Lifting Club thing. So shout out to all my local people. Daniel Schmidt, South County dude. How'd I forget him? Um, I feel really bad because we have a lot of people in the group chat. And I'm going to feel really bad if I forget anybody. So I'm actually opening up the list right now of everybody. So shout out to James. Uh, holding it down in Texas. Um, I feel really bad. I I thought I shipped out those pops, but there was like this big confusion and I didn't ship them out. So they're still sitting in my bedroom. I will get them to you um, really soon. I promise. Shout out to Powers. Hope you and your family are doing good. Shout out to Brittany. She just moved from Houston to Colorado. I hope the move is amazing. I hope all your fr- new friends, old friends um, are treating you nice over there and that's it i don't know who else to shout out uh, like i said check out the latest blog post that i posted um it's an interview with keith freeman i'm super proud of that so make sure to go read that uh share it with your friends tell all your friends and we will see you next year jamie rk podcast always on top